You're listening to the Movie Crew Podcast, and tonight we're going to review M. Night Shyamalan's follow-up to Unbreakable, Split. You no trouble. Me, Fifth Element. Supreme being. You will be a weapon. You will be a minister of death, praying for war. But until that day, you are cute. Sound off like you got a pair. Chills at my girl side in a world where <laughs> Brian gets chills. <laughs> I miss those trailers. Yeah, man. Don LaFontaine. Rest in peace, my man. Oh, dude, there was a bunch of trailer guy voices. Nah, Don LaFontaine had it. He's like, this summer, I like the guy did a Jaws. man will dress as a woman. The guy who did Jaws was awesome. He did a bunch of horror trailers. Yeah. I forget that guy's name. I'm though. talking about the guy from our childhood. There's a lot. There's a lot of the trailer guy voices. There's even the one that's in that Jerry's. Uh, anyway. He was so badass, he even did the Oscars. That was That's the guy you're talking about, right? Yeah. yeah. The guy in the Jerry. No, that's a different one. I'm talking about Don LaFontaine. Man, I forgot. The, he uh, died. His last name just slipped my mind. The comedian. The, the, Jerry the, Seinfeld. Fine, Seinfeld. That's yeah, yeah. it. For some reason, I wanted to call him. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Random thoughts brought to you by the Movie Crew Podcast and Jeremy Vincent. Well, that's what y'all show up to hear, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. Well, welcome to the podcast. We're your host. I'm Brian Elkins. With me here tonight, Mr. Jeremy Benson. You've already told him that. Wait, no, we haven't. No, we're just jumping into it. Yeah, we, we just get started. <laughs> he just said random thoughts by Jeremy Benson. Um, Keep up, guys. Come on. Well, we don't know if he's going to. Yeah, I may not. cut that he out. He may cut that he out. He may not have heard that yet. Yeah. Ooh. And especially if you leave this in, they'd be like, "Wait, what did he cut out?" Mm, what are we <laughs> right talking now, about? the people. Are like, what do you mean they cut stuff out? I'll probably cut all this out too. <laughs> and he cuts Cowan. out all the good stuff. <laughs> oh, hold on. Thanks for having me, Brian. <laughs> cut out all the good stuff. Oh, I'm making it where you can't cut shit out. I know. Oh, this is how this episode's going to go tonight. No one well, it's it's, it's it's a split personality disorder. Oh, sorry, they can't call it that. It's dis. It's dissociative identity disorder. Oh, here we are, episode one forty. What, 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 what natural disorder? Why do you think that he went with uh, dissociative identity disorder instead of sp- sp- multiple personality disorder? I, I thought they were the same thing. That's the technical term. <sighs> they are, but why say DID? Because it's a technical term, right? You know, because I did. <laughs> we are talking about split. <laughs> yeah, you already know that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. He got in a lot of trouble for that, though. 
Really? Yeah, there was a huge like backlash when the movie came out. I have multiple personality yeah, disorder, I'll, I'll, and this is bullshit. A, a bunch of people and, uh, and critics were, were, you know, saying like, you know, you're making people that have DID. There was like a Look picket like line. Val- uh, there, villains. There was like they're, a picket line, and it sounded like there was a crowd of people, but there was only like three people down there. I don't know. And they if there were all three switching people. voices. <laughs> they were all talking at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> people did get mad, but and for some reason, every time you blink, they change clothes. <laughs> I, I did think it was a little ridiculous because you know it, it, this is not new ground. I mean, Psycho did this. You know, I, yeah, I, but not I, with the supernatural. I mean, it's getting to the point where you can't make a movie about anything. Well, I, I wrote down a, bu- a bunch of lists. Like, look, we got uh, Raising Cane, Identity, Fight Club, Primal Fear, Me, Myself, and Irene. Okay. All have split personalities. Why did they not have a controversy? Why, why this one? Well, I don't know, but I'm going to start a controversy with this movie. From now on, <laughs> What? you can no longer have a fucking, like, um, okay, in Halloween, in this movie... In, um, I just recently watched The Conjuring, and there was a scene like that where uh, they're trying to explain the the uh, psychosis or something that's happening, and they're at it like they're having a big like teaching like a, at a big lecture hall, and they're on stage and they got the big projector behind them, and they're all and in this one she's like doing it over Skype, which yeah. is a little different. Come on, man, we can no longer use that motherfucking scene to show exposition about our characters like psychosis and try to like show him out to the world or whatever. It happens in every fucking movie. Let's stop that, please. I think that was kind of important in this movie. Was it? Yeah, there is a, like, there's a message of like um, James McAvoy's character wanting to be known in the world. Yeah. Like he's using Dr. Fletcher to get um I just think that I'm seeing that audience. a lot lately, and it's just kind of like, wow, the same scene. And it is kind of easy. It is very easy, man. Like no, I said, they I even did it in the it. new Halloween movie. And then I guess I was watching The Conjuring, and they did it in that too. I was like, what are y'all doing? <laughs> it's kind of like the, eh. Well, well, we'll just you know. Where'd they do it in the new Halloween movie? Um, uh, Are you well, thinking of Rob Zombie? I'm thinking of Rob Zombies, aren't I? Yeah. Okay. Just yeah, to clarify, bad. he was not thinking of the new one. Yeah, I'm sorry. Oh, okay. I, w- I was totally thinking of Rob Zombies. So it's been going on for that long. Oh, forever. Fuck y'all. <laughs> well, I mean, enough is enough. <laughs> no more presentations. <laughs> is that from filmmakers though? Like, I've watched Indiana Jones movies, and they're in, they're being influenced there. You know, because you always get that scene of Indiana Jones, you know, doing doing See, the, that's doing different the setup. That's different because he's inside of a classroom. He's not in front of like a like a on stage with the big projector behind him and all that. It's, it's the exact well, same. Like, scene. Yeah, but, but well, that's because that movie took place though in the in the 30s and 40s, right? Right. So they're not going to have that environment. Well, I guess maybe they would, but probably okay. less so. So this is like you know the Wait, modern day five. <laughs> so this is a modern day equivalent of that and you know m knight is a big uh a raiders fan i yeah. I, I think i read in, in an interview with him let's just be fair we're, we're all big raiders fans <laughs> yeah right. I mean, who's not a fan of raiders lost <laughs> right <laughs> there is that one guy yeah he's a jerk <laughs> he sucks at life he really liked alan quartermain <laughs> in the lost city of gold though you failed at life mm. imagine how many people are going to email? <laughs> I would love to get an email. That's are you talking about the me? movie crew? I hate Raiders of Lost at gmail.com, Extra e on crew. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I think that's why those those lecture scenes though are, are in those movies. It, it's I think it's a it's a Raiders <clears throat> bug. Think so? Yeah. I just I, think it's an easy way to get. It's it's for the exposition to come out into yeah, initial because that's basically all this was. It was like explaining the disorder. And it's how we know, which is way better. I will say that it's a lot more refreshing and, and a little bit be- and better than the, the deleted scenes where they were doing it. 
Well, what yeah. were those? Because I didn't see those. You didn't see those. She had a love interest that lived in her building, and uh, what was his job? Uh, I don't. It was, it was something to do with brains. He was doing something with brains. Anyway, so she she would. There was this. Uh, she being the doctor. He was going to medical school. Like some some cat who lived in her in her building who was younger than her, and she kind of had like a crush on him, and she would kind of spitball ideas back and forth with him, and that's kind of how uh, they would work out the neuroses and, and uh-huh. his and his stuff. So, but instead of instead of doing it that way, they end up cutting all those scenes, and then you have all the you know the lecture hall stuff where she sounds just... like reshoots to me. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, the, no, from, I think they from, just cut it. From, from, from what they just we cut his character completely out of the movie. From what we saw uh, on the uh, Blu-ray, uh, the movie was originally three hours long, and they cut it down to just under two. Yeah. So, holy shit. <laughs> That's the way to do it. <laughs> and the scenes that are on the Blu-ray don't add up to oh, man. not even ten minutes. Yeah, so I would. there's a lot of this movie that didn't make it out. Well, they did do reshoots. I, I saw that they went back. Uh, really? Yeah, about about five months because that sounds like principal something photography. Where, that sounds like something where we need to get what his diagnosis is quicker. She's not available. We'll do her part over Skype. Yeah, it's weird why why it's through Skype. That way she doesn't leave town. I mean, that makes sense cuz that's why she's there to sounds be like a, to be available <clears throat> to show up at the end. I'm almost willing to bet that's shot and reshot, reshoots. Yeah, I, I thought they were just really using that scene though to just to show that like for some reason these other doctors don't believe her. It seems like nobody believes her. Even in the behind-the-scenes stuff, it was like the, you know, the, oh, we just—it's uh, just like no, no one believes her. Bitch. Crazy bitch! How, how dare you? Yeah, but it seems like they would have some kind of medical evidence, like you know, like okay, one of the personalities in the in the movie is diabetic. That uh, I love that. Yeah, <laughs> it's even bitching about it. Like, like I'm the only one who has to so, deal with this. But it, it, okay, so if all of his other personalities are not diabetic, right? Right. If you could just get that character. And then just not give him his insulin shot, have him go into a diabetic coma, and then be like, guys, look, fucking told you. I, I think it'd be really funny that, like, <laughs> if they were all fucking with each other, like, you know, they, they, they go out and have, like, a giant, like, ice cream sundae. <laughs> and, like, they go, they, go, they go to actual Ben and Jerry's, and they, like, get that fucking Vermonster, which is, like, the massive, like, tub of ice cream, and they slam one of those down, and they're like, okay, I give you the light, and it comes in, it's like, ah! <laughs> 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 That's what I'm saying. It seems like this it should be something this doctor Dr. Fletcher should be able to prove this. You know, it seems like there oh, should yeah. be something. Especially if you could trigger certain ones, you just bring dude in, you know, and then like as soon as he flips over to that diabetic his like insulin spikes, you know. Yeah, all right. This movie sucks. This movie's terrible. No. <laughs> no, I'm just saying it, it it does seem like, you know, you could get some kind of scientific data it, of some kind to back back it up. See, I didn't think I don't I don't think it was that much thought. I think they were just using the other scientists, other doctors that don't believe as this is why it's not a famous case. Right. This doesn't And there is a there is a debate over the multiple personality, does it really exist or not? Oh, I thought that was like No, they're still still debating. Well this was this was based on a guy who actually had twenty four supposedly had twenty four separate identities. It was? Yes, it was. It was actually based on a real person. It was actually based on a real person, and he had a uh, and, and unlike you know in the Beast, he had uh, his his what it was called the teacher, the his, teacher. his ultimate would which would like. Um, Where did you read this <laughs> online? <laughs> Where, Jared? Are, are you? Are, I'm not are, are, I'm not making it up. 
Anyways, this is, is this based, from Fox News, bro? The, oh no, it's not <laughs> fake news. It's not fake news. What, come on, come on. What's going on here? Um. Anyways, it's based on this cat. He had uh, twenty-four separate identities. Uh, and they. Um, damn it! You can make me look it up real quick. Billy Milligan, real life inspiration for the movie Split. There you go. Wow. So the cat's name is Billy Milligan. There's a book uh, released by Daniel Keyes called The Minds of Billy Milligan. But anyways, uh, it's it was back in the 50s. Or like, I think it was actually in the, in the 60s. I may it? have read a little bit about him when I was researching Curlin Woods. Really? Because that's where I read that there were you know some, some doctors debated whether schizophrenia and multiple personality existed. Right. And others were saying, no, we have proof. Well, and that name sounds really familiar. Well, this guy even had multiple... Um, like one of his one of his identities was female, and one of them and uh, a bunch of them had uh, different uh, dialects, um, like different ac- accents and stuff. Just kind of like this film, like I said, and, and he said that he had the ultimate one that was like all of the personalities together, uh, you know, with an overseeing arc of all of them, and that one was called the teacher, and that one's that one's the scary one. But he didn't go out and murder anyone. No, he didn't. He. he uh, <laughs> He 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 was uh, some of his uh, identities were belligerent and stuff like that, and he assaulted some people, and uh, it's uh, which put him in jail. And then when they started like kind of studying him because they would notice that you know he would he was off, he was different. So they started like you know checking him out, see what was wrong with him, and they found out he had multiple personality disorder or huh. dissociative identity disorder. Man, no, I didn't know uh, M Night based this off of anything. Yes, he did. Yeah, no, I just knew that it that this was a character that was left over from Unbreakable that he had written like. You know, little sketches of. Right. You know, in a couple of scenes. And then this movie was uh, the fleshed out version. He's like, here, here's three hours. <laughs> <laughs> I still can't believe the original cut was three hours. Like, yeah, man. man, there's a lot in this Ooh. movie out there. He did say that was a rough cut, though. Like, it could they could have been. Yeah, just, but like, you know, are all the scenes like double paced? Yeah, it could have been real <laughs> like rough, all bro. these breaths in between every, every well, single. No, double paced, it would be four hours. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can see it. Live Animals first cut was two hours and 30 minutes. And it cut down to. Hour and a half. half. Hmm. Cut an hour out. That's a lot. That is a lot. I don't know what else you would add to this story. Like, what else this story needed? Like, this this film feels... That's why they cut it out. Yeah, it feels pretty tight. Like, there are probably other locations or something. You know, there's probably maybe... I really don't know. I don't know, I don't know where it could have gone. Yeah. I think it's, this one's longer than um, Unbreakable. Yeah, it's longer than... Uh, it feel, yeah. yeah, it feels longer. I think it's only like 10 minutes longer, but yeah. Yeah, it, it does it, feel it, longer. It, it does feel longer. It doesn't feel as good as Unbreakable, dude. I mean, it I, doesn't. I, I really enjoy this movie. I thought it was really well made, but man, after just watching Unbreakable last week, it just, man, it it does not hold up as well, dude. It doesn't. And I think it's because he's he's working with... Like, I don't think he'd ever worked with James McAvoy, uh, M. Night. So... That's a new relationship, and right. man, that's a really hard performance. I'm about to say, you really have to think about like how complicated this is. I mean, there's 20, 23 different like identities, you know, not including the Beast. Um, well, you don't see and, all but you, 24. I think you only do, like, what, six of them you, you, you see Patricia, who's the woman personality. Yeah. You see Dennis, who's the OCD. Right. Abducts the girls. You got Hedwig. The little kid. Yeah, and then there's Barry. Barry and then the fashion designer. Uh, yeah, and then and then there's quick glimpses of like three others. Yeah, I think one of them was like Jade, and then one of them was like a nerdy scientist. Yeah, <laughs> uh, like yeah, uh, or, or or like a this one, one guy who speaks really quickly and he's kind of you know kind of speaks in like <laughs> yes. I don't know it's like very really odd. You're breathing out of your mouth there, James McAvoy. <laughs> <laughs> it completely blew me away when I was watching the behind the scenes stuff on this that he's Scottish. 
I had no fucking clue. And I, I saw I, you tweet that out. I, 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 I love, I actually love that because I'm like, holy shit. You know, I, I love finding out that a, a, an actor is really like masking a, um, uh, an accent. And it's, it's like, wow, that's really cool. Yeah, especially, know, especially when they can do them really well. I don't know if I ever knew exactly where he was from. I just knew he was from the UK. But it, it, it's just really funny when you hear him talk normally. His, his accent is so thick. It is. And he's like, wow, this is crazy. Like, <laughs> I can't believe it. And he, does, it has, he has such a good American accent. Or like, you know, like a, how's he speaking that one? He's, he's definitely, is he, is he doing a Patrick Stewart? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's got a little bit of a British Yeah, accent. he's got a little bit of a British in there. Yeah. yeah. He does a good job. Joaquin Phoenix was originally cast. I can see him wanting to go M. Night. Wanting to go into uh, in this movie with with him, having worked with him before, he was in Signs and he was in the Village, right? And I can see Joaquin Phoenix really taking this role on and doing it doing it justice. Yeah, I don't think he has the. I don't know. I, I think it would have been was, different. It would have been way different. Yeah, it would have been weird to see him as the Beast. It would have been. Although, have you ever seen uh, what is it? Uh, he was in the movie. It was, it was last year. You were never really here. I'm not there. And he's like balked up, and oh, he wait. is like a. It's kind of. It's, it's almost like a taken role. Okay, I didn't see that. Uh, it, it's 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 pretty all right. I, I recommend checking it out. It's on it's on Amazon Prime. He's balked up in that a little bit. He looks he looks a little dangerous. Yeah, not like James McAvoy does in this movie. I mean, J- Jamie, he's. I think he's I think he's, he's buffed up more for the new one, because I, I, it was really weird when he flipped over to the Beast. Um, they kind of kept him like silhouetted most of the time. Yeah, especially when he's like going down the hall and the close ups. You don't really see much of him at all. It's really interesting to kind of like keep him concealed. Well, then they do that good reveal, and you you can see the veins, right? And you get the breathing, that weird horse breathing. <laughs> yeah, we we all know how much light it actually takes to light a scene properly, but for some reason, every time you look at him in this movie, his eyes are kind of dilated. I wonder if like if the, is that are they just using really really low light? I don't know. I didn't notice that. You should go back and watch it, like and, and look at his eyes. Like his eyes are like super dilated looking, like a lot. No, I can't. Uh, the girl uh, who played Casey, that um, Anna Taylor Joy. Oh yeah, what's her hot? Yeah, dude. Yeah, I did kept noticing that the, the DP was putting like a little a little pin light in there. Yeah, on her light, on her eyes. But I, even when she's a little girl, they do a bunch of really cool reflections. Yeah, with her eyes. Um, but no, I didn't notice. Yeah, his eyes are like yeah, yeah like well. when, he, when he comes in and he's Patricia like the first time, his eyes are super dilated. I'm like, wow, this is really crazy. Like his, his eyes are really dilated <clears> looking. They may have given him like that. The dilation solution could have you know it's kind of sh- it makes him look a little weird do you, do you get in pretty the- smart little trick if that's what they do yeah I don't know but it, 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 it looks pretty cool um you find it weird that he can change clothes very quickly no within a few seconds quickly see no, it didn't feel movie. that way it's movie time man yeah it didn't feel that way to me like when <laughs> at the end like it, it like there's a couple times where he like walks away and comes right back and he's just completely changed I, I want to see a cut of like the uh, the backside cut where it's him like switching clothes really fast. Like, he goes in the back. Yeah, my and he's daughter like, brought it up. Cause that's, like, <laughs> the first time I saw this, I took my daughter to see it. We didn't. I mean, we didn't know it was a sequel to Unbreakable, right? Um, and she brought it up, not on how fast that he changes clothes, but that when the personalities take over in like quick succession, right? That it seems weird that he would change clothes. Well, he doesn't always. Like her, her idea would the kid's not going to be around for a while. Then why would he change clothes? Because he has to deal with it himself. 
I find that a weird complaint, though, dude. Like, yeah. do you want to spend more time? I'm not complaining. She wasn't complaining. She was just... I'm talking about his complaint. I'm not oh. complaining either. I just said I think it's kind of weird that he, that he changes clothes within like 11 seconds. Dude, I couldn't change clothes in 11 seconds. I want to see... I, first off, I, as an audience member, I don't want to see him do it because oh, I if I see him change clothes, it's going to kind of take the suspension out of the scene, right? right? And I don't want to waste more time. Like, I, I get you know it. I mean? I'm yeah. just saying it's strange. There's no way he could change his clothes that fast. Yeah, it's okay. It's it's a movie thing. Come on. Man, <laughs> yeah. There's no way he's going to yeah. turn into a beast either that's bulletproof and climbing walls. Well, if your brain thinks you can, then you can. Because remember, you can do whatever <laughs> you think Bullet through the can. heart doesn't care what your brain thinks. <laughs> that's bullshit because my brain is telling my chest that I'm stronger than I am. So I got skin of a rhino. <laughs> he's like, it didn't go all the way through. Thank fucking God. <laughs> your heart's going, uh-huh. <laughs> rhinoceros. Because if you can bend metal bars, you can bounce off lead bullets. And then you can change clothes in 11 seconds. So what's your complaint? Well, that's only when he's the beast. When he's the beast, he's not wearing much clothes. That's true. Because he's a beast. Yeah, baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what is going on here? <sighs> no, she wasn't complaining. She was just, I think she was more hypothesizing, you know, throwing out the hypothesis of, like, if somebody comes in and, like, takes over into the light or whatever he called it, are they like, man, damn it, I'm wearing Patricia's clothes. Fuck, yeah, there, change. there is a time where, like, it goes from, uh, oh, it's when she's on the walkie. And uh, the little kid, the nine-year-old Hedwig, gives her the walkie. Once uh, she calls for help, it's Patricia yeah. that takes it. And there's there's a moment where he, he does look down at his clothes, and it's just kind of like, oh, like I'm, I'm wearing I'm wearing dude clothes. This is not cool. It's just a, it's, it's it's a second, but there are those moments. That's what we were talking about: is that they're aware of each other, so it, right. it must be that moment of oh, I've got to go take off his clothes. Yeah. <laughs> There, there's a bunch of good moments where, like, Dennis is b- pretending to be Barry, and they, he does those same little ticks, but I guess he's faking them. Another yeah. thing I remember she brought up was uh, at the beginning of the movie, for a while, she thought, just from the way the, the main... I can't remember the main actress's name. What's her name? Her character name's Claire. Anna okay, Taylor well, The Joy. way Claire is acting through the scenes... From the witch. The way she... The, the character is, is acting. My daughter thought that her... That was her dad... Like, she was used to being abused, and she knew how to handle the situations. For a little while, she thought that was her dad who had just come and kidnapped all of them. Oh, wow. At a certain point, she she leaned back in her chair and went, that's not her dad. Okay, what is going on? (laughs) Yeah, the the backstory is a little dark in this movie. Yeah. Just a little. Yeah. Uncle doing some creepy child molestation. It's always a fucking creepy uncle, man. And that guy's good, man. He's in uh, Orange is the New Black, and he plays... uh, like a really asshole, um, like a security guard. He's just an asshole. Is he creepy? He's well, he's uh, he's kind of um, trying to run the place, uh, but he plays a gay character, which is kind of funny. He's such a big dude like that, but uh, he's just a fucking dick, dude. He's a dick in this movie. Oh, dude, he's he's just he's disgusting in this movie. But dude, like, <laughs> but I, I did. Th- <laughs> With that reveal, when it, when like they dolly left, like around the rock, and he's down on all fours, he's like. <laughs> Dude, that shit is fucking creepy. It's, it's creepy, it's but it's I so laugh. Innocent man, it's, I know. Oh, fuck. oh and her her reactions, God. man. That little girl's reaction is just like God. It's just like it's like gut wrenching. That, that's the thing. Like, how do you tell an actress uh, of that age, right? Like, yeah. uh, how how do you think that that like, actual girl it, was? It's like, it's like, like 10, the, there's 12? like a little bitty. She's supposed to be supposed to be playing five. That's what he said in the behind the scenes. He said five five years old. Oh, she's supposed to be oh, five. That's what he said. I know she's scenes. not twelve. I know yeah. she's about like eight. Oh, I was yeah. talking about the actual actress. 
Oh well, he he said he said five in the uh, in the behind the scenes. But like, yeah, but like when when he's like telling her to come over and they get, let, let let's let's play like the animals do. Like this is our game. She's like looking at him and she kind of gives him this like this slight little smile and like unzips her. Like I, I was thinking the same thing. I was like, how do you pull this performance? Like 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 what? I was yeah. I was thinking. Uh, were they telling her different things? Yeah, you can't tell her like. Wait, was what, she what, on I set? Wouldn't be able to understand that. You know, yeah. Like I, I, I was thinking, was this shot at a different time? Like you know, does that kid even know what sex is yet? Have you had that talk yet, mom and dad? I don't know. Yeah, probably not. But yeah, like like her her reaction there is very interesting. It's like like I said, she's like unsure, but she gives like a like a slight little smile and then like unzips her unzips her shirt. It is so like whoa, so like it floors you. Yeah, it's, it's it, the the tension built there is very very good, and then just cutting to that fucking creek, dude. Like right afterwards, and you just don't you don't hear anything. Yeah, it's just this beautiful fucking. It's like oh, what the fuck is this? What the <laughs> fuck are you? Am not you dick? No man, he's building tone, dude. Like he's he's like making it happen. Oh man, no, it made it creepier. It made it yeah. more perverse because yeah. it's 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 really nice. Like they can be read as innocent images, right? But the subtext is just it's it's disgusting. And it just it really really sinks it in, and especially like right right after you get that wide shot, you see him like coming up, and he's like putting his coat on, yeah, and you're just like you son of a bitch, <laughs> <laughs> shoot him, little girl, shoot him. Oh man, yeah, Ugh. but that you know that's a good you know it kind of shows you know toward the end you know yeah she does know how to use a shotgun because when she gets one later yeah yeah dude yeah so I I, I love that you see it and then and then it pl- it comes back later. That's a nice use of uh, nice use of flashbacks. Had the highest uh, return of investment for the year. Well, they only shot for like nine million dollars, and they made two hundred million. I think they did a good job. Uh, yeah, two well, two hundred and seventy-eight million, dude. Oh, that's worldwide. Yeah, worldwide. Yeah, fuck yeah. And I, they, let's say they probably spent what ten million on, on marketing and shit. Yeah, I think I was yeah. reading somewhere it was like over a hundred million in profit. Isn't that nice? That's, that's enough to be the number one movie. <laughs> like Jason Blum's like, I'll have another yacht, please. <laughs> <laughs> and seeing uh, seeing Bruce Willis, I guess we should say, uh, you know, I guess we'll put a spoiler. I guess it's kind of late in the episode, but uh, <laughs> everybody already knows. Brian. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Uh, Bruce Willis at the end of this. What'd you guys think that reveal? Did you see it in the theater? I did not. I did not. And dude, uh, I don't know how I did not know. I didn't see this in the theater. I saw this immediately on home video. I didn't know that was on the end. Oh, so you nobody got the surprise? Told me. Yeah, nobody oh, told man. me about that. I tried to tell you. Somebody told you? Yeah. Oh. I knew going in. Oh. Yeah, I know. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I tried to tell you. No, dude, I'm glad I didn't know. Like, you, if, you don't if, remember if, me keep going, I can't tell you, but you got to go see this. You have to go see it. And you kept going, I'm going to get to it. I'm going to get to it. I'm going to get to it. Then you well, go, wait till what, movie what's pass the big comes deal? out, bro. What's the big deal? And I was like, I, I can't tell you, but just watch till the end. It, it's different than what you think. It, it, dude, it, it yeah, it changes it changes everything. Well, yeah, it totally does. It, it, it takes it from one movie into another. In the theater, yeah. you could tell like the people who had seen Unbreakable and who hadn't, because my daughter hadn't and I had. And at that point, like half the theater went, "Oh, oh shit, oh!" And the other half was going, "What? What? What does that mean? What is that? What the fuck is Bruce Willis doing in here? Is what the John fuck McClane? is John McClane doing in this movie? <laughs> <laughs> is this a Die Hard movie?" Wait, uh, no, his line should be yippee ki motherfucker. He got it wrong. <laughs> yeah, so that, that kind of makes up for any misgivings in the movie at all. Like, when he gets down to that point, you're like, oh, okay. <laughs> like, it kind of does, It's a great bro. movie. Yeah, you kind of get, I get a little unbreakable love. 
I, I hate the at the end. I, I I'm not really big on the you know. It's like oh that reminds me of the of the guy in the wheelchair a few years back. You know that little. He's like you know you mean Mr. Glass. I I like that. Yeah, I like it because you have to you have to tie in that this is Bruce Willis. Well, no, it, from Unbreakable. Yeah, yeah and, it, and it's letting you know shirt. it's like hey you're in this universe. Guys, it's a comic book movie. This guy's name is the Horde. Hey, who was that other supervillain? Oh, Mr. Glass. Mr. Glass. Yeah. Because if they had just like panned over amazing. to Bruce Willis and not brought in that yeah. unbreakable world, you'd be just going, why is Bruce Willis sitting there? Yeah. Look, dude, M. Night goes for brokenness. Like, he doesn't. He's like, look, we're not doing subtle. We're going to yeah. slap you in the fucking face with some shit. Didn't have the confidence, though, that he had in Unbreakable. Well, no. It's didn't not, have the it's, Well, it's not shot that way at all. It's it's not. He tries to. He tries to. Uh, mm. He he tries to. Like um, think about when the, the beast first is is running back to the zoo. You don't know it's the zoo at the time, but he's running back to the girl after going to the train yard for his first time. He transforms, and you see those shots. Those are all very symmetrical shots, just like an Unbreakable. Now M Night may be doing that just to let you know, like, hey guys, I'm easing you into the world of Unbreakable. Right. That's what I thought. But if you go back and look at the movie and, and watch it, it's very, like, economically shot. Yeah. Uh, just a lot of still movement, you know? And we don't cut back and forth um, too much until we get into conversations. And then it, and it's very standard coverage. Yeah. It's very over-the-shoulder, medium shot, medium shot, over-the-shoulder. And that's kind of where the movie lives in those conversations. And that's not how M. Night shot Unbreakable. No, he, Ever, he, he, he once. Actually, a lot of this movie is like in close up. Yeah, and this that's not at all the way Unbreakable was shot. Yeah, it was as we noted last time. It's all in mediums and wides. I think it's because he's he's more focused with his actors in this yeah. particular movie, though. Well, and also I think maybe that's the way to feel you, make you feel a little more claustrophobic because you know you're everybody's kind of trapped in this little world. Yeah, I don't think I don't I don't think I would have wanted him to go as much with the style of Unbreakable on this one. All the long single takes. I don't know. It could have been cool. Depending on, I mean, depending on what he what he shot, but I mean, because he he could have he could have easily done that in this movie. I mean, it's, the, the locations aren't fucking that big, no. <laughs> and it's not like you're going from room to room that much. You know the shot of her in the car. <laughs> the oh yeah, yeah, at the beginning, that's the shot that from that point like forward made my daughter think that like it was her dad because of the way he kind of pushes in on her when he's pulling the other dad out. And she doesn't really get out and react. Yeah, she. My daughter was like, "See, I thought that was like her dad, so she knew what was going on." Yeah, because it is weird how she sits there and she doesn't really like run. No, I don't. You know, I don't think you'd do that. You'd be you'd be a little stuck in disbelief of like, who the fuck is this guy? I love that shot though. Like where you see the dad get taken out back there, and then he just comes around and gets in. Yeah, and the girls are just talking. Oh, just completely oblivious. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. You know what? Fuck cinema sins, bro. I'm gonna say it. Oh yeah, fuck, that fuck was, them, bro. Yeah, I, why? Uh, I watched the Cinema Sins for this movie, and it was just it was dog shit, dude. It yeah. just pissed me the fuck off. Like, why? Do you I, not understand? I didn't watch it. Oh, dude, it's just they nitpick every little thing. Well, that's what they do, though. But but it's to the point where it's like, guys, do you not understand? Like, it's like tension, begging. They're just. Did you watch things. the one for Unbreakable? No, I no. didn't watch it. Oh no, it it would just it would just make me irritable and mad. Although I do like when they when they take off some points for amazing stuff, but it it does, they don't do it enough. I mean, they they said they even liked Unbreakable, but they still like nitpicked the crap out of it. 
But that's what they do, man. That's their that's their stick. And that's what we but do. Some of Brian. those is they're just but they're that's wrong. Not what we do. Just, <laughs> <laughs> we nitpick a lot of little things. Yeah, we, we do, but yeah, but we watch the movie though. Yeah. You know, like I I don't know. There's some cinema sins guys. I think they're like maybe maybe they're on their phone a little bit too much. Uh, they're not watching the movie too closely. I don't know. Uh, maybe they're just looking for something to be funny. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, that's probably what it is. Yeah. What are you going to do? Uh, we have, we have, we have trailer time here, I guys. I think it's time to watch the trailer. <laughs> All right. Here is the trailer for Split. And we'll be back. Pardon me, sir. I think you have the wrong car. What are we doing here? What the hell is going on? I was sent to get you for a reason. Open the door! There's a flower on the pillows, a flower in the bathroom. Like, we're important. The only chance we have is if all three of us go crazy on this guy. Who is that? Maybe she can help us. We're here! Help us! We're here! Don't worry. He's not allowed to touch you. He knows what you're here for. He listens to me. My name's Hedwig. How old are you? Nine. I've never seen a case like this before. 23 identities live in Kevin's body. Who are you? Help me get out of here, Hedwig. Are you trying to trick me? I'll tell on you. Aren't you the clever one? An individual with multiple personalities can change their body chemistry with their thoughts. Someone's coming for you. Who's coming? The beast. There's a man here. He abducted us and he's going to kill me. We're meant for something. Something horrible. The world will understand now. The beast is real. He's done awful things to people and he'll do awful things to you. And we're back. That was a trailer. Fuck the police coming straight from the underground. That song was not in the trailer. Uh, I really enjoy. Split. I really enjoy. I really enjoy a trailer that is in the original aspect ratio of the film. Yeah, I do as well. Yeah, that was nice. Not don't punch in. That was a well cut trailer, man. Yeah, it's a good trailer. I so. yeah. I don't think, yeah, I don't think I saw that before the movie came out. And I like how they put M Night Shyamalan at the end, so they're not like another horror epic, or another thriller <laughs> epic from M Night Shyamalan. <laughs> well, they did say from the director. Of- oh, they did. They, did they do that? And, yeah. and they yeah, skipped. The they beginning. skipped the happening and. <laughs> they skipped all the shitty ones. Last we Airbender. know you love the happening. You're gonna love this film. Oh no, nah, man. That, now, was... that would be hilarious. We <laughs> you know you hated the happening. <laughs> this is it's nothing like, like super it. honest trailers. <laughs> this didn't have a big opening weekend. It could open up with like something like forty million. I remember it was like a huge. 
Like, oh man, like M Night's back, baby. Wow, a huge, a huge comeback for him. I, well, I guess the visit was kind of like a return to form. And I then, need to see that. If we finish this early enough, we could watch the visit. You keep saying that. <laughs> I don't know if I got it in me. He uh, has it now. Yeah, well, yeah, we 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 did buy it because actually from the last time we recorded the podcast, I was complaining yeah. about how much the Blu-ray cost, and it, it dropped down to like eight ninety nine. I need to go to Best Buy. On, I think it's on Amazon. It's like it on Amazon. Yeah, Amazon. Nice. You can buy get the Blu-ray for like eight eight nine dollars something like that. Not a bad price. Pretty good. Yeah. But guys, yeah. Hey, what do you think of the uh, cinematography in this movie? The same guy did uh, it follows one of our first podcasts we ever we ever did. We really liked the way that movie was shot. Mm-hmm. I think he did a good job. I liked it. It's got a very natural feel. Lots of good shadow stuff. For some reason, he may, he's probably shooting with really not a lot of light because of the 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 eye dilation thing. I'm telling you, man. When they're in that like in the basement area, in that basement area. Like their their pupils are super huge. Yeah, they're high. They're probably all high. He's like <laughs> stoned out of the brain. M Night's like everybody come over here. Hit this bong. Hey man. All right. So let me tell you about your motivations here. Hit this. You, you, you know how you're gonna be able to change all those personalities <laughs> in one shot. And let me tell you, bro. Uh, he's like switching We're up different strains. It's like it's like every time like he steps away, he has to hit a different strain of weed, and he comes back, and he's like, "Hello, my name is Patricia." Oh man, <laughs> this isn't bad, Lieutenant. <laughs> I heard that Chinese weed helps in digestion. I still can't believe we were when we were at that uh, that screening for Bad Lieutenant. That director actually was like, "Oh yeah." We were doing coke on set. He's like, we were doing so much blow. <laughs> <laughs> I still, yeah, I still can't get over that. That still blows my mind. He's like, oh yeah, you see that coke in the movie? That shit's real. I mean, yeah, we were, yeah, we were all, doing that. All shit. the drugs you see in the movie, they're real. They're I mean, hell, we were actually <laughs> waiting on them to go pick up the heroin for that one scene. Like, holy fuck, yeah, dude. Oh, but you rough. know you can fake it, man. Right? <laughs> That's not acting, bro. <laughs> yeah, shit. The life. cigarettes they uh, smoke in movies aren't even real cigarettes anymore. Oh, they're not. You know, I. No, it's all that know, herbal shit. Yeah, I, I worked on a movie, uh, a little short film recently, where they were using those herbal cigarettes, and the actors were like, "These taste like shit." Like <laughs> it's so, it's so hard to act, and just like, Bleh. you don't get tar with those. I think is the. I don't know, but and also they burn really quickly, so we were going through packs of them like really fast. Just smoke a regular cigarette. Yeah, I just mean, fucking damn, smoke a cigarette, bro. Come on, man. Or, or do what the like you know like those really terrible uh, actors do, where they just like put the put oh, they 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 don't even inhale. It's just they they. It, I mean, you can tell. I mean, yeah. you know, they draw it into their cheeks and they got puffy cheeks for a little bit. And they're like, they can't talk. <laughs> yeah, they blow it out of the side of the mouth. <sighs> I didn't inhale. <laughs> Nobody looks tougher smoking a cigarette than Bruce Willis and Die Hard. Okay, a cigarette, yes. But a cigarello, Clint Eastwood. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, just chewing on that bad boy and those spaghetti westerns. Yeah. He looks like a badass, bro. I could never be that cool. Yeah, you could. I am in my dreams. I'm going to get you a hat and a pack of Swisher Sweets, and we're going to work on it. Bro, it's just some cards are just not in your deck. I don't agree with that. I think you could get there. Dude, look, a man's got to know his limitations, okay? No, no, I don't agree with that. I think you could do whatever you put your mind to. (laughs) The theme of tonight. Yeah, man. If you believe it, it can happen. That's right. Okay, we're all bulletproof. Yeah, that's right. Believe it, Jeremy. Believe it, Jeremy. Jeremy. Well, the th- the problem is you gotta like really believe it, and your body's gotta fucking believe it. Because if there's a, like any like little glimpse of like doubt, it's not gonna happen. It's gotta be on the American dream. 
It's got to be like just ingrained into you. I believe this. <laughs> it's, right. like, it's, it's like when you're a little kid and you're like, I, I know I can fly. What are you talking about? Look, I'm like three three vodka drinks in, so I'm, I'm getting a little loopy, so I'm just telling you. Yeah, but if you believe it enough, it can happen. All right, we're going back to Split now. Oh, wait. That's what I'm talking about. That, that, that's the whole theme of this thing. It's like, or at least it's his, it was his thing, it's his idea. It's like, it could, if you could have the Split personality disorder, and you, and you really, really believe that you had supernatural abilities, then you could get them. It's the it's that origin story. So instead of having to have the radioactive isotope or, you know, being dipped into the green goo, you know, this this is the way to get there. Bit by the radioactive spider. This this is the power of the mind. I was trying to think. Is this the first supervillain origin story we've ever had? Surely not. What do you mean? Like we we totally saw the beginning of uh, the Joker. When did we see that in one of the Batman movies? Like him getting dropped into the vat of yeah, acid. but that was a Batman movie. Yeah, well, he said he said supervillain yeah. origin story. Yeah, oh, I, I see. Mean, oh, you know I see. I, mean? I see. What you're saying just just that just, just like that. Superman one. Well, didn't you just watch shows... Venom? Isn't he like a supervillain? Yeah, but that's after this. Oh, I see. And that's what I'm saying. Is is there one before? Hmm, good question. I mean, we have a lot of antiheroes. At the end of this movie, this guy's kind of irredeemable. He needs to be put away. <laughs> He is actually eating girls. Yeah. yeah. Devouring them. Well, not really. He didn't really eat very Star much Star Wars them. Episode 1, 2, and 3. It's the origin story for Darth Vader. Okay. 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 All right. All right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All okay. right. All right. But if you don't count that as a supervillain comic book, then yeah. No, I, think I, I, no, no, no. I would count no, that. No, no, that, that is a totally... very good response there. I did okay. not think of that, Vincent. And it's yeah. the very obvious one, too. It's like, it's like you know, as, as Star, Wars, Star Wars. I was just thinking comic like, books. Strong as we are. Well, this isn't a comic book. It's just kind of in that realm. Oh, yeah. I mean, well, no, that's what they're playing to. Like, if if this is connected to Unbreakable, you know, that's the superhero origin story, right? And Unbreakable, right. so now we're getting the supervillain. Well, yeah. Uh, like, in the in the interviews and stuff, he did say that this is an origin story, you know, and then, then, then the next one will be the sequel to both Unbreakable and Split. I'm, I'm excited to see where they go. I wonder what they're going to call it. It's probably going to be called Glass. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited that they got um, what's her name uh, coming back? Uh, Claire? No, not Claire. Uh, Casey. Casey. Yeah, the main character in, in this movie. I'm, you think she thinks she's going to get vengeance on because like they kind of left it that she still lives with her uncle. Yeah. So so like you know and I guess that kind of at the end like when he sees her and she's all like she's been cutting herself. You know she finally yeah. like you know throughout the film M Night's been making the teenagers m- remove their clothing. And she keeps having layers. I and, like yeah, that. Yeah, and she and she's got multiple layers, and then finally they get down to her skin, and we see that she, you know she's been vicariously. I bet herself. she teams up with Bruce Willis. She's the sidekick. Oh, dude, yeah. Oh, kind of like the the Oracle, or like the uh, okay, I can see or that the Alfred. Or yeah, something. well, you know, like I, I like he's gonna touch her at some point, and he's gonna like see what has happened to her. You know, maybe like maybe she'll have like some radar to help Bruce Willis and then, find, and then he's gonna go. Bruce Willis is gonna go beat the shit out of her uncle and like stomp his. She'll ass. have the knowledge to let him go oh, beat up the bad guy. Yeah, that would yeah. be great if Bruce Willis like shows up and fucks the uncle up. No, oh, he's gonna, no. that's, that's, to- gonna that's totally gonna happen, dude. Do you think that's gonna happen? Oh, dude, that's totally gonna fucking happen. That's probably how they'll meet. 
Yeah. It's probably why he goes to jail. Man, look, I, I'm, I'm not going to be... I'll, I'll be completely honest. I'll forgive everything in the movie. <laughs> like, <laughs> You're going in clean, baby. I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll forgive everything in this movie. Um, the only thing that just, like, really pisses me off as an audience member is you just... You get no closure in her, her uncle's story. Like, the well, relationship... Set, they, I think they, he's setting it up for more. Because, like, when, no, uh, you know, man, she's like, she's like your not, uncle's... Because, like, at the end, she's like, your uncle's waiting on you. Or she's bring, they bring up the uncle, so you're like, oh, shit. Yeah, she needed she's some still, kind of reaction. She needed something, man. She's they, like... She's blank face. She's like, she's like, like, this mother... She's been living with this dude for, like, the past, like, 11 years. Yeah. You know, like, just, just her and him. And she's even got that great moment where she's talking about, like, she goes into detention on purpose. She acts out on purpose just because she wants to be alone. Right. Like you said, she cuts herself. I get all this, but I need something at the end of this movie, man. She just went through an ordeal. She understands that she uh, has – because the broken are special. Right. Right? So she has some kind of superpower. She can stand up for herself in this moment. I need something other than just like a, a blank stare. As an audience member, I was I was craving something a She's little bit really more. She's really good the blank stare though. Dude, she could have just took, sh- took- shook her head or like – let a tear I go t- out. Or, I took the blank you know, stare as a little different. Like, I took it as after going through what she just went through, her nightmare isn't over. Oh, hell no. Because she still has to go back to I didn't take it anyway. To the uncle. It's just, it's just, it's just a blank stare. It's just, I just want more as an audience. Well, that's what it's you're what getting. Saying. That's what he said at the beginning of this was they're setting it up for more. I know, but that doesn't give me closure in this film. Like, it, a movie needs to stand on, on its own. You know what I mean? Like, well, we even, get that relationship. Even if it's, even if it's, a, even if it's standing on its own, I mean, it's. I'm still fine with it because it's tragic. Well, yeah, and not, it's tragic for that character. Not everything has to wrap up in a story. Like, just you know, like because you get that. Oh fuck! She has to go back to that fucking cocksucker. No, look, man. If you're gonna pull like, if you're gonna give me a, even if you're gonna do something like The Graduate, like I need something. They didn't just stand there and stare. They reacted. They looked at each other, and then and they, they smiled, looked, and then yeah, and, and then, then they the looked off. Yeah. yeah, and then they're, they're like, slowly oh, here, looking this away. Is the end right, of our world. Yeah, yeah, and you you're getting something from those actors. Right. I need something more than a blank stare. Is what I'm saying. I need some well, kind I, I of. I think she's so guarded in her emotions. Yeah, that, I think you know the blank stare is her. She has to like go inside of herself to survive. That's how kids these days express their Look, emotions. As Brian. as over the top as this movie goes at the end here, I I don't need subtle in this moment. And it's just it's it's a, it's a real tonal shift, and I don't I don't like it. It's the one thing I don't like in the movie. Like, it didn't bother me. Everything else, I'm totally fine with. I was just like, I wanted something else in her story because it's dark, man. It's yeah. I want something more. I want something I, wrapped you want up. More dark and heavy. <laughs> yeah, I, I think they're going to wrap that up in this next one. I, I didn't look to see if Dude, that, if that to. guy is going to be if the guy from Orange is the New Black is going to be in the new is in it. But he has to be. They totally got to wrap that up. Oh, they may cast <coughs> somebody older. Yeah, so that may be, uh, yeah, that may be how they hide that. Yeah, or I've hit it so far because they hid the uh, the whole Unbreakable ending from all the test screenings. I heard that like uh, M Night kept that out of all the screenings before it hit the theater. Oh, no really? Shit. Yeah, smart that's, idea. That's how it never leaked before because you can never keep shit like that secret. <laughs> Super yeah, hard. I mean, I, one of the few times I was honestly surprised in theater. Yeah, I can't believe I didn't. Like read that somewhere. Um, uh, on topic, but off topic of Unbreakable. Uh, you, you ever seen guys? Ever seen Cheers? So you know yeah, you I've have the 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 Diane, like Sam and uh, the love triangle, Fraser kind of oh, thing going on. Diane was in love with Fraser and Sam and all this shit. Oh, so God, he during was on that, so, okay. so so okay, cool. So I've seen a couple episodes so during. Man. So there, there's an episode of Fraser where Diane comes back 
but it's like at the very end of it, the fucking writers and shit, they just like, uh, they released one episode without her in it to the committee, to like all the producers and shit to, uh, test the water to, 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 to prove it. Like just like to approve the episode. But then they actually released another cut where she comes back and it aired and they were like, holy shit. What the fuck? And because they knew that if they would have told, if they would have released that to the producers and everybody that, that they were wanting to bled. do that, then they, they would have marketed it that way. You know, Diane Chambers comes back. So, like, you know, and they, and they, uh, it, it blew up and it went really big and everybody's like super surprised, but like everybody almost lost their fucking jobs over that. So, yeah, but like it makes sense, you know, you gotta, you gotta hold it back sometimes to, cause you, cause that surprise is what makes it worth it, you know, cause if you like market it, you know, that way, then that ruins it. Although sometimes, like, although I will say, JJ Abrams the, gets the reversal wrong. For the TV version, I can see the producer's point of: Do you realize how many more people would have watched that episode <laughs> if we would have marketed it that way? Right now, for the yeah. movie, I totally agree. Like, right. yeah, keeping this a surprise was great. Yeah, I would say like JJ like sometimes like builds that mystery up so much that when you when you get the payoff, it's like, oh well, yeah, that's what I thought, I thought it was gonna be. Yeah, I thought it was gonna happen that yeah. way. I watched uh, a thing just the other day on um, the ending of Lost. And how they had written themselves into a they like they had no idea Fuck yeah, how they, they were going to end it. <laughs> well, didn't like somebody come out and like I don't know like already everybody like guessed what the the ending was well, by yeah. the end of season three or and something. It, and even they're like, no, no, that's not it. That's yeah, not it. That, that didn't happen. That's well, not going to happen. According according to the thing I watched, they had no idea what they how they well, were yeah gonna the, end the, it. they they were just writing as they were going. Yeah, it was all about like the story and keeping it interesting. And then when they had to end it, they were like. What do we do? Well, the thing with That's that crazy. was that they, so they just picked the one that everybody had been guessing. Really? Yeah. Well, they oh. they were doing like twenty some twenty that. like twenty five twenty six episodes a season, and then the and then they were had planned on like going for so many seasons, and then I think they ended up I don't know the six to eight seasons in. Damn, but, that but, was but, on for that long. But but the, but they were like, okay, look, so we're going to go to six seasons. So we're not we're not going to carry it as long as we as long as we were going to go. We're going to stop it at six seasons, and we're go, and we're going to go down to sixteen episodes a season. Instead of the 20, because they were like, you know, fuck, man, we got to be able to wrap this up at some point. But yeah, they were totally just like writing as they were going. And there's so much shit that didn't pay off. <laughs> but it's a fun ass. It's a fun ass show, man. Like, there's some cool shit they did. Yeah, that's kind of, that's kind of all the X-Files got. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, was, I was done after season five. Sir, I wonder if M. Night, when he wrote Unbreakable, had this movie and then Glass already planned in his head. Hmm. I don't know. I would I would think so because the crazy thing is is that Unbreakable is Disney, and then <laughs> Split is Universal and Blumhouse. So you're mixing your IPs there. You know that's two different studios. I think they just had a gentleman's handshake with Disney to use Bruce Willis's character at the end of Split. Now I don't know how I haven't researched how they how they worked Glass out. What is hmm. that? That's that's two studios and and Blumhouse. I mean, that's three. And watch, they just don't call him David Dunn. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, he's well, got the he's got the his name. His shirt but, says Dunn. Yeah, this is Dunn. Yeah. They just call him D Dunn the, the Dunn. whole time. And I know he, he's uh, he's in charge of a security company. I didn't know that from reading a review. So, but he still got his name on his shirt. That's never good, man. <laughs> if you got your name on your shirt, come on, man. All right, so you knew the, you knew the the secret going in. Yeah. You did not. So, what, no. what, what did y'all think the first time you saw the movie? Well, uh, the, I, the first time I, I was uh, I was expecting it. Okay, so I said, okay, I know that he's coming at the end, and the guy that finds the uh, Claire or uh, what's her name, um, Casey, Casey, in the cage at the end. I'm like, 
Is that Bruce Willis? Because <laughs> <laughs> he kind of looks like him, and I'm like, mm, I can see that. It's like that's not that's not him. What the fuck? You know. So I was I was like I was like waiting on it. You know. I was like, I knew it was coming. Guy that just throws his lit cigarette in that fucking huge th- uh, pile of hay. <laughs> like, oh, what are you doing? Hey, hey, hey! Whoa, what the fuck? <laughs> Trying to burn the zoo down over here? You like, asshole! Like, how long has she been down in that cage? And why is there that random like holding cell down in the bottom of that place? I don't know. I don't know how the zoo is, zoos are laid out. Is that where they bring some weird animal and lock it in in, in like a to groom it or something? Oh, why? Why are you keeping uh, uh, an ex mental patient uh, down in like a dark? basement at a zoo well, well, why, why are you allowing him to live i mean it obviously has multiple rooms in the kitchen and i think he broke in down there and was just living no, no he, he works there yeah, and, then, and they, then like they allowed him to live there yeah that's what he tells the doctor he's like yeah they let me live here yeah well that's what he tells the doctor but he's got all his shit down there man i mean like and he's got the keys to the place and he works there yeah i just weird. assume that he i made an assumption and i could be wrong i just assume he worked there and noticed there was this area that nobody went to so he started living there oh no i thought he was actually living there because his psychiatrist knows where he like she shows up at the end she knows exactly where he is well yeah the, the, the cab get, <laughs> the cab guy's like whoa, whoa you don't want to go here right now it's like close she's like it's okay it's okay damn let me out i thought that was weird that they held the uh that the location is the zoo as a as, that was kind of like a, a reveal later i thought that was kind of bizarre i liked it yeah i thought it was cool yeah i just didn't I didn't really understand It also why. fed into my idea that he was just illegally living there. Yeah, I guess it adds to the mystery of, like, where they are. Yeah, I mean, you don't, it, yeah, you don't need to know where they are. Do you think they would have heard, like, some animal noises or... I don't know. Just me thinking out loud. I did like the sound in this movie a lot, though. Especially the bones uh, breaking. Oh, when he's, like, does the bear hug on the doctor? Yeah, that's great. Yeah, that's good. Um, another thing, uh, his father. Whose father? James McAvoy. What's his character's name? His actual character? Um, something Wendell Crumb. Oh, uh, Kevin w- Wendell Crumb. Kevin Wendell Crumb. All right. So, his they say his father uh, left on a train. In yeah. The film. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And the beast resides in a train yard, and uh, I forget which personality is. I think it's um, it's Dennis because he actually puts the glasses on. He goes and he lays some flowers down. At a train, yeah, and which he, is where his father, you know, was, you know, left. Now I saw a lot of people online were reading, were confused about that. They were reading that as his father died on the same train. No, it's just where he left from. That Bruce Willis character had the accident and, and unbreakable. Oh, okay. Oh, so really? a lot of yeah. <laughs> okay, I, I could see that. I, I could, but I was, I was like, man, you guys are reaching here. I think they're probably reaching, but. Um, and, and, you know, I also saw in that, like, um, the sin counter thing where it's like, uh, the beast kind of found a random train to go and, and like, you know, uh, and transform in. No, he went to the place where his fucking father left and, you know, Simpsons. and then that was, the, yeah, watch. it's like, come on dog. Like, that's just, it just makes sense. You know, it's like, that's where he's going to be reborn. Because that's the, that's a big pivotal place in his life. Yeah. I, w- I was a little confused whether it was like left, whether they meant like. He like, left or died. He, yeah, exactly. But that would be cool if, if if it was tied into that. But also... I mean, it, they could definitely... It's left open. It can be interpreted that way. Right. In glass. Which I kind of like because that could give uh, the beast maybe a reason in glass to turn against Mr. Glass. Maybe. Yeah, because he caused that train wreck. The beast may not like... Uh, yeah, oh, know, that's a good point. You yeah. killed my father. You killed my father. Yeah, <laughs> holy shitballs. And he's like, no. You just broke glass. Vince, you got I so excited when father. you said that. 
<laughs> I think you just broke the plot point in glass. I'll be interested to see if you're right. I don't know. That's what the internet, you know. Fuck the internet. I'm saying you're the, right. The Reddit guys are are saying. I don't know. I thought I thought they were they were reaching right now, but we'll see. Hey, it makes sense. It could though. go that way. Yeah. Like I can almost feel that's the ending. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm 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 for that. It works. Now when that happens, I won't be surprised. I'll be like, <laughs> we were right. Like you know, he turns against Glass. Bruce Willis has to team up with Glass to get him. We'll see. I'm excited for that movie, guys. Yeah, it's going to be cool, man. I can tell we're all kind of just talking about what could happen in the next one. Well, I mean, that, that is what's coming up. What was weird about this one to me, like, I didn't I, mean, I didn't know this was good. Well, like a sequel to Unbreakable. I just knew it was like a little scary movie. My daughter wanted to go see it, so we went and saw it. And that's, that's how it feels in the beginning. It feels... <laughs> And I thought it was like a really well, like, I'm watching it going, this is a really well-made, little scary, like, little creeper movie. Yeah, it's like, oh, this is M. Night's um, a psycho montage. Yeah. Homage. Oh, it's pretty tense scenes. Dude, yeah, at the end, especially when, like, Casey actually breaks out of her cell and she starts, like, uh, when she discovers the keys. Mm-hmm. Dude, she's walking in that hallway with that fucking one orange light at the end. Dude, that is so creepy. I mean, for PG-13, oh, and when she I sees the doors open. PG-13. Yeah, with the one girl and her stomach like ripped open with her intestines. Yeah, yeah, that is that. That's kind of rough for PG thirteen. It's crazy they're keeping them like at that rating. It's a it's a real subtle effect, but I did like the opening and closing credits. How they work? They uh, well, the the closing credits. You know, you normally have the the credit scroll. Oh, and it's got the where it's behind it. Yeah, and it's I kind of like that too. That's like super badass. Little, yeah, it's like multiple, yeah. and they're a little behind. Yeah, it's not on the same time, and it's a little out of focus. Yeah, uh, yeah, I like that. Yeah, it's cool. Nice. I like I like that in the opening. I can't mentally. It's kind of like you, it's kind of like you've got the main one in the middle, and then there's like a whole grid. Yeah, like a like mosaic a of of yeah. them behind it. Like they took the same image and multiplied it. I'd have to see. See, it. they're split, dude. They're split, bro. Yeah, it's the, the little split screens, man. It's like a whole bunch of them. Yeah, I get the idea. I just can't no. visually remember what it looked like. Yeah, it's, it's super cool. And yeah, they, it was cool. They I like how they did the it for the, for the crawl at the end. Yeah. They do it with the open, too. Like the, um, for, for, all, for all the titles. Up. Yeah. Yeah. It's cool. How do you think he played for the different personalities? I think he did a damn good job. Super strong. What do you think about the when he's doing the nine-year-old kid? I thought that was one of his strongest I thought ones. he did a great job, too. Especially the dance sequence. I it's think so fucking should... awesome and scary. Yeah. I don't know how I felt about the dance sequence. Man. Really? Yeah, no, I thought I the dance know. was like great. Oh, Not that's in terms one of, the of best whether scenes. I like it. It's just I don't like I don't uh, like emotionally. Like, like I don't know how I actually feel. Oh my in god! That scene. Like that. That's her moment. Like she thought she's like okay, cool. I'm gonna go to this window, and he goes over. And he's like, look, <laughs> it's open. It's closed. No, but it's I'm, open, I'm talking like it's closed. when he's doing the dance. Oh, like it's it's, it's funny and it's. It's when disturbing. He starts, dude. When he starts it's getting closer disturbing. to the camera, oh, he starts running at her and yeah, shit. Oh my god, that's like really super unnerving. Scary, dude. And they, they they let it live in that in that in that wide. It's very bizarre. I yeah. thought it was disturbing as shit. Yeah, yeah, that's a really good. And scene. the camera is completely locked down. Like they yeah. even let him like go down. Like he he does something on the floor. Oh, and, and his feet put, pop up. Yeah, yeah. I love that. I have that's no so idea what badass. he's doing. It, just the way it makes you feel, like very. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's got that claustrophobic feel. Like like you're trapped in there. Yeah, yeah. Just like when your kid comes up and goes, "Watch me dance," and you're like, "Oh God, no!" <laughs> it, it's like you're getting, um, it's like you're getting Casey's POV, but you're stuck, right? Like so she, is is, she, yeah. You know what I mean? And it's, it's, yeah. It, I just so it, the scene's so disheartening when she gets, like you were saying, to that window. Oh, God, it's he's open, like, open and it's closed. Closed. Oh, dude. And she's just like, oh. And she's like, what? You didn't want to leave, did you? Like, oh my God, dude. Yeah, man. 
And she just breaks down at that moment. She's like, please, you got to fucking help me, please. Like, golly, what man, this is my last, it's my last, this <laughs> you were my last hope. You know, if they listened to the blonde girl, though, I think, I think they would have been okay. I, if they would have If they have just gone all crazy at one time. I don't know, man. If he can, it, like, it depended on which, which, which the, look, version the beast, of him. The beast wasn't there yet. Granted, they didn't know that at the time. Right. But if they listened to you her, they probably... if they would attack Dennis, it would have, they, they could have yeah. overpowered him? Yeah. I think all three of those girls, yeah, they sure, Yeah. Especially if, if they went full beast mode, maybe. Yeah, but like, like I don't know. <laughs> they he, got their veins. He's, he's he's pretty baller. I don't know. You don't really see him do a lot. I mean, you see him spraying. If the they girls. would have all attacked Hedwig. Yeah, because remember he couldn't even keep the door closed really with two of them. You'd have to take the strongest personality because that's what the default's going to be. Right. And at that point, the beast was not a factor. So I think uh, they they said Dennis was the strongest. Yeah. So that's that's who you'd have to contend with eventually. Right. Because even when she starts overpowering the uh, Hedwig, you know, Dennis takes over. Right. Or actually, no, Patricia does that one time. When Hedwig comes at her with the, the bat. Right. right. After she takes the walkie. And then Patricia takes over it from that. So yeah, Fuck the guy on the other end of the walkie, man. He's like, man, I'm going to return your headphones, bro. I mean, like, I know you're you orange me. headphones? Yeah. I like his shot later in the movie. Yeah. I, I didn't I didn't see it for, for a while. Is he wearing the orange headphones? He's wearing orange oh, headphones. Oh, that's badass. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like when he takes that off because he's doing the, oh, because like, his oh, reaction. Shit. Yeah, because you know. He's like, oh, shit. This, like, dude, that shit was real? Yeah, man. It's great. He needs to buy her, like, eight or nine dinners or something. Like, he needs to make up for that big time. Cause you like, can't make up for that, dude. It's like, I am so sorry. Yeah. That's when you have to like follow the person around, and you're like, okay, <laughs> I right, just look, anything I have you to need. take a bullet for you. <laughs> yeah, like fuck, man, you own me. We're in a soul bond or a life yeah. pact or whatever you're gonna call it. Whatever, uh, oh, whatever well, Morgan Freeman was yeah, doing. The, in, no, uh, like what's what's the what's the woman knight Robin in Hood. Game of, Game of Thrones? Like she comes up and like offers her. Oh yeah, I know you're talking house. about. Yeah. Her name. <laughs> I can't remember all those names in Game of Thrones. Damn. Well, the new season's about to come out, and I got to go back and rewatch all those oh, so I can catch up. Have you? You've watched Game of Thrones, Benson? We're talking about Split. <laughs> but this is related to it. <laughs> no, yeah. I have not watched Game of Thrones. You should. It's good. It's almost over, so it's, now it's time to catch up. Well, when I have time to watch a series, I'll do it. Copy that. I really like this movie. I, I do think the uh, the therapist... I think the therapist scenes are the, are the weakest link for yeah, me. Yeah, I know. Like when they when they come, when they pop up, most of the time I'm like, I'm ready to get back to the other stuff. Yeah, they're it's still kinda, good. They're they're just there for the expositional, like to understand the the psychotic. You know, I felt that way it. the first time watching it. But the second time, it felt a little different. The one I like is when Bear, like, well, I guess when Dennis. When he actually reveals that it's him, is he's oh yeah doing the act as Barry, and he's like, okay, look, I'm yeah. The second time I watched not that it, guy. I don't know, maybe because then I knew it was part of like the Unbreakable World. It felt more like okay, we need to know, we need this information to let us know why the Beast can do what he can do. Right. Where the first time I was watching it, I was like, we don't need this stuff. Like, cut her out. Just my opinion. Oh, Wait, it definitely needs to be there. Yeah, I mean, you have to have it. Yeah, that's how you understand. She's got to write that name down. I love that scene, too. <laughs> when she actually, like, she, she's like, what it makes was me wonder Kevin why she didn't Crumb? say it. Uh, well, she couldn't. She totally had a time before a dude, like, bear hugged her. No, no, she was having, she couldn't Kevin speak. Wendell Crumb, see how fast I said it? Like, she could have said it. No, bro. she was trying to say it. She was like, Ke- Kevin, 
Kevin, Kevin, she was grasping for air because she got sprayed and like they were doing, yeah. they were even doing, they were really trying at their best. But like uh, M Night's got the camera all blurry in her shots. They're very, you know, blurry POV. Right. Um, he's he's got her grasping for air. I think because like that spray he was using, he was using it on younger girls. Thinking the strength on an older woman like that. May have caused some respiratory problems. I'm maybe reading and helping this movie yeah. and reaching here, but I mean that is how like she's out of breath, right? Well, it knocks them out too, right? Yeah. I mean, I, well, she it's is not, ether, right? She's yeah. Where the fuck do you get like what that? The, yeah, whatever that is, it's like comes in a, in like a, a starter a, fluid, a, a ready-made can. Yeah, I don't know what that's ether. Spray is. It's just starter fluid, really. Yeah, and that'll knock people out. Spray some starter fluid on a rag. Put it up to your face. Johnny Depp knows all about that. I'm going to do that later if I need to go to sleep. <laughs> what? No. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> like, next time I got, like, a really uh, early call, I'm just going to go, like. <laughs> <sighs> you just might not wake up. Really. Wake up two days later and be like, what the, what the fuck? <laughs> Maybe, like, hook a car battery up to, <laughs> to your body. Like, give yourself an actual shock to wake I mean, you like, up. That's what I've always been told. Really? Yeah. By like every mechanic in the family. It's really weird that it's just in like in a really small little like aerosol can, whatever he's got. Now I don't know if it will actually work like that. Like that fast? I've always been told you like spray it onto a rag. Yeah, he, he does chloroform one of them. At one point, he, he's 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 uh, who, who is that? Somebody gets ragged. Yeah, I think it's the old lady when she the first time when he, when he knocks her out onto the uh, to the bench, or he puts it down on, onto the. Um, Onto the couch, and then she wakes up later. It's like right after she puts the her handkerchief into the door. Oh, does he chloroform? I think so. Oh, okay. Yeah, I enjoyed her scenes the second time through. Like, watching her pick out the different... Like, she knows she's not talking to the personality, and it's really Dennis. I think, yeah, I think the acting is, is really good. And that, like, the Dennis reveal... Uh, scene. I think that is now. That's actually shot really well. I was I was watching that, um, and like M. watching Night, him step over the trash and yeah, and he keeps the psychiatrist in frame the entire time until uh, he actually like I forget what her line is, but she says something like, "Look, I understand. I know why you would take charge and need to be in the light because you're the strong one," or something along those lines. And uh, the camera actually pushes and dollies past her. Mm-hmm. And that's when you get like his close-up where he's completely alone in frame. And it's like the first time you ever get that in that apartment. You know, it's a, it's a really good moment where they have that tra- transformation. Good camera work. I, I bet that was a fun role for, the, for that actor. Oh, dude, yeah. Seems like that would be a fun role for an actor to do. Yeah. A lot of pressure, though. Man. Well, in the behind-the-scenes thing, he's like, well, it's just like any other role. You just have to do nine times the work. <laughs> <laughs> that was his response. I don't know, man. There's, there's a couple. Sounds moments. like an actor's response. <laughs> like when she calls his name, and, and the actual Kevin guy comes forth, and then yeah. like all the personalities are start fighting for the light. Yeah, that, I mean they are cutting there, so it's not all in one shot. Oh, I like kind of wish. It I like was, when though. he switches in. Yeah, but yeah, that's really good. Like he's he's doing he's actually doing those. Yeah, and at the end when. Um, like he actually breaks out and uh, he breaks into some ab- abandoned building. Oh, I like that. Yeah, and he's like talking that, to himself in the mirror. I like that way better than the original ending. Did you see the original ending? Well, I think that was supposed to go after that. Oh, was it? Yeah. Okay, because I yeah, M Knight didn't really one hundred percent know where he was going to put that, but 
but yeah, yeah. I, I like cutting back and forth between the mirrors, or not cutting, they kind of like pan around. Oh yeah, dude. As he's switching, kind of like uh, how, Unbreakable. Well, kind of like Unbreakable, but also kind of like in um, Lord of the Rings with uh, Schmeagel and uh, um, oh, uh, Gollum. Oh yeah, when he's having his moments talking to himself when they're when they're cutting back and forth, kind of like it's a conversation. Another split personality. Yeah, another so. split personality. There you go. Yeah, um, yeah, it's it's really cool. Hey, do the Lord of the Rings have some controversy around that? Was Smeagol? I don't think so. Not was that I know Smeagol of. getting uh, some DID doctors hate? <laughs> well, to be fair, there's only like really two personalities there. You've got Smeagol and hey man, Gollum. Still, still DID, bro. I guess so. Yeah. It's split, bro. It's not one. (laughs) I don't know. I'm not a doctor. Don't take my word for it. But I do play one on TV. (laughs) Doctor? Doctor. Doctor? I do think it's funny that it's uh, it's an unbreakable sequel, and the word uh, broken is said a shit ton in the movie. Is it? Yeah. It's like, oh, Oh. the the broken. Oh, yeah. She's like, you're broken. Those who have suffered the broken. That's how she gets away at the end, because she's broken. That's right. I kept thinking, like, man, this guy's really going to hate Bruce Willis, because he's unbreakable. Yeah, he cannot be broken. <laughs> what do y'all think with the contrast in the, like, unbreakable be, being so unsaturated to this color difference? Was this really saturated? Way more saturated than unbreakable was. Okay. Well, yeah, yeah I guess more in terms of, like, it's uh, it's still monochromatic, though. It's a still very, very brown, or tan, or orange is is how it mostly looks in yeah. in the basement, and then like the, the the doctor's office looks different. I did not like how uh, some of that stuff looked, man. the The therapist's office like it just looked kind of muddy sometimes, and just kind of the dude. Yeah, James McAvoy. Yeah. There's a moment when he's like leaving, and he's he's right at the door. His close up when he's talking to the doctor. Just looks like dog doo doo. <laughs> just dog doo doo. I did not like it. You can just yeah. see the light. You can just see that they had light just like bouncing off of a, of a card, just bouncing up in his face. Yeah. Like, hey man. <laughs> Sometimes you gotta go, man. It's a fucking nine million dollar movie, man. They shot three hours worth. Like. <laughs> oh, no, but come on. I know. I know. That's true. That's true. And M Night did put uh, some of his own money into this movie too. Really? Oh, did he? Yeah. I think the I think Bloomhouse gave him like five million for the visit, and I think that's what they were going to do for this movie as well. But I think the additional four million came from M Night. Wow, I don't I'm not 100 percent sure hmm. how much he actually put in, but I take that Zach Braff. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I can't raise two million dollars. <laughs> I don't have two million dollars. I was only on Scrubs, guys. You know, I was only getting. Paid, only, like, I was only uh, making a half a million dollars an episode that last season. <laughs> you know, come I, on. I need a Kickstarter, okay? I need Look, a Kickstarter. I, I love Zach Braff, but yeah, oh, is he, he doing a Kickstarter? To... He he did. He, he did. He, he did. He 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 did a movie called Wish Wish You Were Here. Yeah. I wish I was here. I, I donated to it. Like, it was bitch. after after Garden State. You donated to that? Of course I did. I got my name in the credits, bitch. Yeah. All right, Zach Braff. You owe Jared one. Yeah, you owe me fifty dollars. <laughs> you I gave saw... him fifty dollars. <laughs> Holy shit! I saw Dude, one of those. I don't online... want to hear it. How much shit in this house is like sitting around that, that like, you've spent fifty dollars on? Oh man! But look, I got something out of out of it. Okay, like you just. That's gave... what I was just fixing to bring up. <laughs> you just, I just gave him fifty dollars. <laughs> I don't remember what what show. Somebody's producing a show, and he needs to give you like. 
$5,000. Never meet him. I'll be like, you owe me $50. <laughs> you should finance your next short film. Just, like, Jad, whatever you want. Whatever you want. <laughs> this guy's the limit. God damn. I saw one of those the other day, and this guy, I can't, I can't remember what movie he made, but he's producing a show, and anybody that donates to the fundraiser is right. not... Like, you're an actual going to be owning the show, so you if whatever you donate, you can that's your percentage of the profit. Oh, no shit. Of the shares, so you profit off of your percentage. Wow. If the show's successful. Yeah. You know how many deferred contracts I've signed? You know how many times I've ever made any money off of them? A lot of nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I could tell we're at the reading section, guys. Yeah, we're falling flat here. Nine. Hold up! Whoa! That's went for a nine. Wait. I like this movie. This is a you're great just, fucking you're movie. Just like, we're just like, hey, we're at, we're at the rating section. Uh, I think we I should rate was, this. I and you're just I... like, you just blurt out. Look, nine. No, hey, look, look. He didn't ask you to go first this time. You just blurt nine. It's my turn to go first. It's his, first. his turn to go first, man. He's just jumping the gun. He's so fucking excited about this movie. I'm trying he to get done so we can nine. watch the visit. Okay, wait a minute. <laughs> okay, so Unbra- Unbreakable's ten. You think this is nine? Well, it's not as good as Unbreakable. So, what are you gonna say? A six? No, I'm gonna go last. I want. I want to hear. I'm gonna okay. Because I, you said Unbreakable was in your top ten favorite movies of all time. Right so. now, yeah. All right. So, all right. And I also thought the rule is not to be like these numberings is not judging upon other movies. Just it's not. It's a, it's, it's not. It's, but that's it's, how you feel about this particular film. It, it. I did just watch Unbreakable, man, and it, 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 it kind of like, like grazes it, it, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. it does graze. I mean, dude. if I've got to like put it's this up against like Psycho and Schindler's List. Then... <laughs> Well, this okay, movie's Schindler's a seven. List may not be uh, an apt comparison, but you know, Psycho was. I, I would say Psycho. Psych- Silence of the Lambs. Then I don't think Silence of the Lambs motion would picture. be <laughs> the major motion picture, not the novel. I don't, I don't think I don't think Silence of the Lambs would be an apt comparison either. Like just comparing this movie to itself, yeah, I'd give it a nine. But it's the second part of a trilogy. What, the that, what the fuck rail. does that got to do with anything? Well, I mean, okay, when we're talking about Star Wars movies, right? Like that right. comparison does. I think the Star Wars movies can be rated by their number. <laughs> what does that mean? One, two, three, <laughs> and then it goes up from there. <laughs> All right. Fair enough, Jay. Uh, I don't know. That, that puts Empire being better than, I mean, worse than Return of the Jedi. You know, hey, look. Eight, I'm just saying the first three he, are totally eight, numbered eight. By, by their brother. He said one through three. And one then, through no, three, it, and then it goes up from there. Then, then we actually have to really rate <laughs> Then we got to really like, think about it, but it really uh, goes one, two, three. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm just saying, like, I I guess we just watched Unbreakable. It's Unbreakable is on my mind. Unbreakable is so. great. What, what, what are we no, doing, I didn't Jared? get to hear his exp- – are you done? Was that it? Yeah. Okay, cool. I'm going to go 8.5. 8.5. Yeah. All right, uh, I guess I'm going to be the negative Nelly. Really? Yeah, I'm coming in at eight. Really? Yeah, going in at eight. Wait, wait. Tell me why. You're coming in at eight, and you gave me that big of a deal on a nine. Yeah, well, yeah, it's definitely, like, it's, it may be a 7.5, actually. Now that you said, maybe it's a seven. Well, I thought you were going to be, like, four. I thought you were, too. I well, thought you were no, going to go no, real low. No, but no, my, my biggest gripe. Five is mediocre, guys. Like, Let's no, set the stage correct. It, it's it's a it's got to be at least an eight for James McAvoy's fucking performance, bro. Like like acting, 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 acting. Is yeah, like, but a performance not in this. No, a great performance cannot get you get you an eight. Just one great performance cannot get you an eight. Well, what does one great performance get you? A five? 
That's mediocre. So yeah. like, so like, if you're going into well, sixth, no, it'd be a mediocre performance. Mediocre. <laughs> so that's what I'm saying. Great, no, no, so. no, a movie's got to have something more than just a great, like a great performance. It was gonna that that would get you a three. If you had nothing else in your Whoa. movie and you just had one great performance, it gets you a three. Yeah. See what he thinks of actors. Holy shit! <laughs> Hit your mocks and say your fucking lines, right, Brian? Yeah. <laughs> I, I've, I haven't you, I, look. I've watched a lot of terrible movies that have one great performance in them that are just. Horrendous movies. Like what? I need an example. <sighs> you can't say something with that example around me, baby. Okay. Uh, I personally, I don't think it is, but most people think it, it's it's terrible. Okay. Alien Three. Right. Most okay. people consider okay. a terrible movie. Charles Dance and Sigourney Weaver are fantastic in that film, but the yeah. film fails around them, is what you're saying. I Maybe. wouldn't say they're fantastic, but that's not what happens here. The film does not that, fail around. Aren't... Those aren't James McAvoy performance. I'm telling you that, that the main girl and I'm, him okay. Maybe they're not great, are but fucking balling in this adequate. movie. And the, the fucking concept is really kind of cool. Yeah. No, and it, it's you. a really cool setup to like to like revitalize this franchise, quote unquote. And pulling off that It didn't need to be well, okay. Revitalized, but uh, sneaking, eighteen years is a revitalization. Sneaking okay, right. in a sequel without anyone. Yeah, I don't want to I'll, give, that. No, I'll no, I give it wanna... five points just for being able to pull that yeah, off. Yeah, I mean, fuck, man. Yeah, no, yeah. especially with that dude's fucking reputation. Look, guys, I just watched Unbreakable, and this is nowhere near as good. This it's is not. A, this it's is, not. This but... is a filmmaker that is not nearly at the confidence level. I don't know what's changed, but he is not at Spy the confidence. Kids. I mean, no, no, wait. Now, what did he do? That's Robert Redford. Uh, yes. I, I, I don't know. Why I what, what did he do in between this? There was something he, he did, did a bad. lot. He did a lot of things. Between... Yeah, there was some. There's some film that he did. There's a whole bunch. We've already talked about all of. Yeah, them. I know. Uh, After Earth. That's what I'm Airbender. saying. Like, so, Airbender. That's what it was. Uh, but he like, did the visit you know, before this. That's which what I'm is saying. Found footage. Yeah. So he's okay. building himself up. You know, what I'm saying he, he's like finding himself. He, even in the behind the scenes, in the behind the scenes, like all those little vignettes and stuff on on the Blu-ray, they're like, he's kind of like the M Night of old. You know, he's kind of finding himself again. They're trying to push that. Like, oh look, <laughs> no, we're look, we're getting back to our roots look, here. Man, no, I'm look. I understand. I. I love the underdog story, and I'm rooting for M. Night, okay? I'm not talking bad about him. What I'm saying is, as an audience member watching a trilogy right now, I'm telling you, Unbreakable is a, is a really, is a masterpiece film. I agree. And is really impressive. And then when you get to Split, right, and this is now, now that I know this is connected, and it's not a standalone thing, and I now know that this is, this is the middle chapter of a trilogy, it is a weaker entry by a lot. Right. The screenwriting is weaker. The cinematography and the shot selections are weaker. The I coverage is weaker. I agree with that. The performances are stronger. Pacing's faster. Really? I think the pacing is slower. I than think this it movie. is too, man. This movie. W- this movie is longer. I'm only saying that because I showed both movies to my kid, my teenager, and she likes Split better. Really. Because it's, she said it seems faster because she thought Unbreakable it's felt cutting more. slow. Dude, right. is that yeah. really though? Yeah. Because I that's was like, how it. do we not know that that's not a conscious choice that he made to bring in an extra audience that's not going to just be Unbreakable fans, which didn't do that great in the theater. That, that's cool, but like, I want Dude. I want M Night to be M Night. I don't want M Night to be a poser for somebody fucking else. I don't want him to front. I don't want him to be a sellout. I don't want to be him a work for hire. I want M Night to get me M Night, and maybe this is M Night and or new M Night. I don't know. 
And he, like we said, 18 years in between. He's a yeah. different fucking person. He is completely. Yeah. Every seven years, and you're, yeah, all, your, all, your, all your molecules change, yeah. bro. Yeah, dude, look, I, I totally get it. <laughs> it's hard watching them back to back, bro. You know, it, 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 it takes it down a notch. It really is like, it's like watching Return of the Jedi. It's just like, <laughs> you know, this is Star Wars, bro, but it's just, eh, I thought it was a fresh entry. It's not as good. It's it's slower. I mean, like, like, I always thought that uh, that uh, Unbreakable slow, and this feels slower to me than Unbreakable. And yeah. you know, and, and it's like fifteen minutes longer. Um, but it's still a solid movie. There's some really great shit. No, it, it's got some really cool stuff that happens. Uh, I agree. Yeah, I'm it's interested. also telling two different stories. I mean, one's telling the story of this guy that's learning he's a superhero, while the other's a captivity story where you're learning how crazy this guy is. It is, but that's kind of like just really at the end of the movie, like kind of a ruse. It's also made for sixty million dollars less. But you don't want to let that go, right? Yeah, you know, that, that has, that has <laughs> a lot to do with it. There's like sixty million dollars left on the table. Schedule yeah, a little like, bit. You know. Well, no, Unbreakable is seventy five, right? Unbreakable seventy five. Yeah, this, this one's for nine. <laughs> okay, so that's it's gonna like, speed your schedule up a little. And bit. And also, that so original that, was shot on film. This one's not. Like you know, it, it, this it, is sixty five. Yeah, it's <laughs> a lot of fun, and that's not including inflation. So I mean, like, <laughs> damn, eighteen years of inflation. Wow. Yeah, so it's you, probably it's probably like a hundred million. Less. <laughs> it's like a hundred million dollars less budget. <laughs> yeah. So is it a hundred million dollars less good than No, it's not a hundred million dollars less good movie. I don't think so. I think it's a solid fucking movie. Yeah. It, it's 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 one of the most it's refreshing t- movies I've seen in a while as far as like what what's happening with it. Like there's no, what else is standing up to that like right now? Nothing? Right what what do you mean? Standing up to what? How cool this movie is. Fuck you, bro. That dude, there's a lot of cool movies. <laughs> no, there's not. No, there's not. Yeah, there's not. yeah, 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 fucking yeah. Movies. You're just fucking insane. What? <laughs> that's probably true. I like a lot of movies. <laughs> no, no, I mean, like, that's the thing. Like, I, I see a lot of joy in most things. I don't, I'm not trying to come across as a negative Nancy on this movie. It, like, what was your rating? I'm initial reaction eight, but you guys are kind of talking me down ah. to like a seven five. Well, we're talking you down? <laughs> yeah, you're talking me down. <laughs> well, I mean, because like, but here's the thing, like, what was a asset for the movie for me was that it's an Unbreakable sequel. And now going back, at, but you're, looking at it again, it's like, what was an asset is now a little bit so of a hindrance. Because it doesn't live up to the original. Yeah, now now that I'm watching Unbreakable, and it's and now that I know... And the budget difference doesn't mean anything to you. Like, we could go out and shoot that that scene where the uh, the doctor is coming up to Bruce Willis... Right and telling him that he is the survivor on the train wreck, and we have the uh, there's that guy right laying yeah, down the on the foreground, with, and with he the starts blood. bleeding. That's very simple to do. Anybody could do that. That that's not hard. And Un- Unbreakable's budget went to its actors, its script, and its director. That's where that budget went. Well, you have to remember, ten million dollars was spent on M Night before anything was even shot. So he spent that on this. So that was the success of... That's fucking crazy. That's the success of The Sixth Sense, okay? So you got to keep that in perspective. Bruce Willis has also got a pay raise from Sixth Sense. But it also is going to buy Jackson. you days. It's going to buy you... It's going to buy you some time. But on the same time, M. Night had, that, had both of those movies. In fact, he's got all of his movies pre-storyboarded before he ever goes to shoot them. Yeah. 
and he sticks to them pretty closely. If you look at the six cents comparison that he's got on there, they're damn fucking close. Now he could be just be picking the the shots, at, the storyboards that he actually used. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe we're not seeing the ones he didn't he's use. Not the ones that I fucking improbbed on the yeah. day. When he dies, we'll see those in like some vault of the. This is the M Night Museum. <laughs> <laughs> I saw the uh, Ryan That's Johnson storyboards for Star Wars. Yeah. Man, it made me feel good about my storyboards. Were they like fucking stick like figures? little stick guys. <laughs> <laughs> and they were like, yeah, he storyboarded all these shots. And then it's like, there's his notebook. And it's some like stick guys. And then there's, like, there's the storyboard artist oh. turning them into like cool. That's badass. Mm. Yeah, James Cameron makes you want to blow your brains out when you see his storyboards. You're like, god damn, dude. Is he really detailed? Yeah. Oh, that's Does he actually, really dr- like, ones he actually draws? Yeah, they look good. Stop being talented, motherfucker. <laughs> Stop being good at everything you do. We ready to wrap this up. Let's wrap it up, Brian. All right, guys. So you've been listening to the Movie Crew Podcast. You guys want to get in touch with us, you can do so by sending us an email to themoviecrew at gmail.com. That's the Movie Crew. Crew spelled C-R-E-W-E. That's right. Extra E at the end of the word crew at gmail.com. You guys can rate and review us. Listen to us at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Tuned In, Overcast, Stitcher, Google Podcast course you can uh, rate us and review us on that uh, facebook there yeah that book face <laughs> and you can follow us on twitter and instagram at movie crew pod benson where can they follow you sir at j edward benson we should just record this part no and- it's gotta be fresh every time <laughs> that's right dude because we say the same thing <laughs> well yeah People look forward to it. That's no, right. they well, don't. No, they <laughs> turn it off. That's why everybody else does it at the beginning. Jared, where can the audience follow you, sir? You can follow me on Twitter at Jared B. Count, on Instagram at CheckTheGate. Hit me up on Twitter. We're trying to get that shit going. And you can follow me on Twitter at Elkins Edits. Ooh, that's something new. That's right. Getting on the interweb. Be careful. There's crazy people out there. <laughs> All right, guys, we're going to close out the show like we do every night with a little bit of the soundtrack. We're going to be playing a little bit from the soundtrack from Mr. West Thornton. We're going to be playing track 21 titled Rejoice. Got a little bit of everything in it. Yeah, it's good.